Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Davis is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20 down. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy Wednesday to you. Game day edition, wacky Wednesday edition of Kentucky Roll Call, January 17th, 2024. I can't believe it's already the 17th. Kind of wild. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, welcome in. Sorry for the technical difficulties to get things going. Uh, I think everything hopefully should be good now and moving forward. Nick Roush, how are you? What's up? I'm I'm doing well, I think. Um, I'm still getting the the gears in my head to work um, because I, I'm pretty sure every Big X commercial just played in like a 26 second span. So if you're a podcast listener, you probably missed it, but we couldn't we couldn't get the commercials to stop. No, they just kept going, and then you'd hear the roll call entrance, and then it'd be a commercial, and then you'd hear John Calipari, and then you'd hear Matt Dennison. There's something unsettling about layering sound over top of other sound. If you if I, I don't I'm not somebody who's planning on torturing anybody soon, but I think that would be a decent way to do it, right? Just yeah, it doesn't bother me so much. I think it's like just a pet peeve for some people. Like I, I hate when people touch balloons. It's my least favorite noise in the world. Hmm. Just somebody like messing with a balloon. I know some. I had a boss like that who was like that with styrofoam or cardboard. You had those legal boxes, and we couldn't put the boxes together around them because it was just unsettling. Yeah, styrofoam's not a great noise either. But balloons are definitely my least favorite, and toddlers and babies love touching balloons. Yep. So, so you're not a big keepy uppy guy I, at your house. I've, well, no, like I'm fine doing that. I just hate when you're like rubbing a balloon. And it makes that. that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your yours is audio over top of one another. Yeah. You just get. It was bad. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not fun to listen to. I'm not I'm not making a case that that was that was what we were wanting there. Scoots, what happened? How are you? Good morning. Oh man, no um, no, ch- no chat today. No, I, I know. I mean, I, I haven't had time. I've been messing with this automation system all morning. I'm still not 100 percent sure that we're good to go. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'm good. I've been better. I woke up this morning. It was 55 degrees in my house. Didn't get the heat fixed yesterday, so I had to sleep with about we're, seven it, blankets. We still have commercials going over us. Yeah, at the moment. I'm stopping them now. I don't. I don't. I just don't understand what's happening. I'm gonna have to make a phone call. 
no. Well, let's go. Let's get it figured out. We're, we're this, you, yeah, no, y'all are good. Commercials should be stopped now, but yeah, your all's voice is going over. I don't know why the commercials are continuing to play. So yeah, you would think that, like, uh, hey, what has changed? That right? It's definitely on the live stream. Commercials are still playing right now, like at, as we speak. According to the text line, well, as but, of seven twelve. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they, they, it takes a second to catch up. So maybe let's give it a second. Let's yeah, I'm frustrated. If you couldn't tell, I'm frustrated. Well, yeah, no, I've, no, nobody wants this to, to go this way. We we like it. We like it when things work. You like it when things work. The the part I don't get is like, how, why would it just like suddenly become All right, a thing? Shannon O'Bannon, she's never steered me wrong. She says everything's fine. Okay. All right, I was about to start playing, just in case. So I trust her. She'll let us. She'll let us know if things go haywire. All right. All right. Let's just imagine things are working. Scoots. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Not great, Bob. Yeah, I'm going to make a phone call. Okay. All right. You'll I'll keep, make that I'll call. keep an eye on it. You all just keep talking. I'll make a phone call. Okay. You do you, Scoots. Okay. We're going to do me. Okay. And now, now I just feel like I want to blow my nose. Oh. We're off to a hot start. Yeah, we are. Is this, a bad o- is this a bad omen for it's the not, cats? It's not a good omen. It's not a good omen at all. It's not what we're looking for. Okay. This is coming from also Indiana just getting absolutely punked last night it may be this could just not i had roush one of the weirdest i'm gonna remember last night just a random tuesday night for the rest of my life really something eventful must have happened oh it was eventful all right i'm tired oh no do you want to hear about it i do okay so Let me try to think where to start here. Oh, gosh. It starts with everything being pretty much normal. Normal night. Watching basketball. We're watching shows. It's getting to be around like 10-ish. So I'm getting a little sleepy. Show ends, and it's kind of like getting time to probably, in the next 30 minutes, I'm probably going to fall asleep. I, I, I don't do this every night. I do it randomly like very i should say rarely very rarely but i took a tylenol pm too just i was a little I, like a duty arrow general soreness yeah and i just wanted a good night's sleep with the baby or the toddler not sleeping well the last several nights i was like i just want to knock my butt out oh i took a benadryl too <laughs> and i was excited about that and by the way tylenol pms nothing in the world gives me like crazier weirder dreams period okay so i'm starting to doze off for hey so automation system oh. uh, scoot scoot oh my goodness so gracious it. Oh, i restarted it okay. it looks like it's good to go but for whatever reason this local insertion oh, okay yeah yeah we hope he does it this this is um not our most executed well executed show um we, we've, we've had better days we're getting there though we're getting there i think we got that all right, sorry about that. Just feel like right now, knowing our luck at the station lately, Scooch was probably just gonna like drop an f bomb. Yeah, yeah, just, you yeah. Know, do do something to make things bad. Feel like right now we're my toddler that just keeps getting into things, and I keep just pulling like no, 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 not there, and then they just keep finding other things to get into. So yeah, the morning grab and go textures are, are loving it. They're they're living large. The text line's never been more popular in the first. 10 minutes of the show. Of course, it's everybody just making fun of our issues. Right, right, right. Not making fun, letting us know. So, But anyway, so for some stupid reason, I'm like dozing off and 
the dog in the living room or in the bed? At this I'm point? in the bed. Okay. I'm, we're up, we're upstairs. I'm dozing off, and the dog starts whining, crying, like, and he's in the room with us, which is not a good sign. He shouldn't have been in the room with us to begin with. But it's like, all right, he's whining, crying. Is this just him being a huge baby whining, crying? Did he hear a noise? Uh, one of our smoke detector batteries is like running low, so in the basement, it's making that noise. That that's his newest thing that scares the absolute loving peat out of him so i don't know if it's like a scared wine or it's like hey i need something wine because they're pretty hard to to differentiate this one is a he wants to go outside wine because i i can like you hey you want to go outside and then he gets really excited it's like okay that was the that was the word he was looking to hear so let him outside it's eight degrees this mfer runs away again like, he has found that whatever I – the hole that I, I plugged up was not the hole. I know where he's getting out now. He's going through, like, a sewer tunnel. He's, an, he's a freak. He's scared of a little beep, but he'll go through a sewer tunnel. <laughs> so that's where he's getting out. And so, I, I you know, in the way he was acting, I was like, I, I feel like you're up to no good. Like, you want to go out there and do something, I can tell. So, like, I even went to the front window because that's where he normally, when he sneaks out, he'll – end up in the front yard and then he'll make his way wherever he wants to go so I'm like watching through the front window for five or ten minutes because I have a feeling that he's up to something and I don't but I don't see him through the front window but I also don't hear him at the back door and again this dog is very whiny if he needs something so if he's at that door he is whining instantly so I'm like all right well this isn't good so I am in my my jammy jams and put on some slippers and like I go out in the backyard eight degrees outside call for him nothing mm-hmm. like holler for him nothing he's not in the backyard we have a big backyard but i know he's not back there and i'm just like this sucks this is horrible now at 10:30 at night i'm going to have to go find this stupid dog that, that i do love but like and now it's not uk florida game middle of the afternoon he's just on a little joy walk throughout the neighborhood this is if i don't find him rash he's probably going to die like, he's got fur on yeah, him, but he doesn't yes. have a lot of fur on him. Mm-hmm. He's not a spring chicken dog. You know, like, if I don't find him in this weather, there's a deep – like, I'll take him on walks sometimes, and by the end of the walk, you can tell that he's cold. Like, you can tell that he needs to get back in the house. Uh, so I'm like, well, the stakes are a little bit higher now. Also, it's dark, which is going to make this t- tough. So I kind of walk around, call for him, don't hear anything. Get in the car, because that's always a good way to trick a dog. If you find him, he'll run into the car. But I'm driving like just very slowly throughout the neighborhood. I'm like, I unless I get lucky and he's under a street light or somebody's porch light, I'm not seeing him. Like, so I drive through the neighborhood. We have a road, a public road in between our two neighborhoods. I'm like, I'll drive down that road. Maybe I'll find him there. This road is actually very good for lighting. Like I had my brights on and I could see very far both ways. So I was like, you know what? If he's here, I'll probably be able to see him. Drive to the end of this road. Don't see him. Come back the other way. I'm like, all right, you know, I can drive this road again. I can go to the other neighborhood. But after that, what more can I do besides just doing these things in repetition and hope right, that right. he didn't just dart a mile away? Because if he's a mile away, he's gone. Scoot says we should take a break. So I'm pulling back down this road. Let's take a break, try to figure this stuff out. And by the way, this is just like... Chapter I, I, one. Th- yeah, this is just the tip of the iceberg of my crazy Tuesday night. So... Do I find my dog? I mean, I sound pretty tired, don't I? We'll tell you when we return. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. And just shout out to our advertisers. This is why we have you in mind. You get your commercials played 76 times during the show. Scoot's got us off, I think. We'll be back.
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Who knows how things are operating at this moment. Hopefully you're not hearing John Calipari and myself talking at the same time. Hopefully it's just me. Scoots, you want to give us any updates? or Sounds like we've still got commercials going. God. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm so ticked off. Dave went in there. Now we've got Glenn in there trying to fix it. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know if we should just break well, until you- it's corrected or like, I- I'm at a loss here. I just I don't understand how it's even like what did uh, a button get pushed? How how does I don't understand. It it wasn't like a button pushed. It's our automation system is just running all kinds of wonky right now. So there's there's a box that's popping up for me that is wanting commercials to play that's never p- came up for me. So you basically shut down the entire system and restart it. Um I did that this morning when I first got in cuz the same thing was happening. And so now Glenn's in there working on it. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's the sound's going over great over the podcast, but over air it's going to be – it's it sounds like we've got commercials behind us. So, not ideal. It, it, it's kind of like Indiana's performance against Purdue last night, huh? All right. Well, we can't – we're not going to do a show if there's going to be – Well, let's just break again, and then hopefully they have it corrected here in the next couple of minutes, and we'll come back and, and hopefully run like normal. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. See ya. We'll be back, hopefully. <laughs> Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. All righty. Scoots, how are we doing? I think we're good to go now. Fingers crossed. I think I think we're good. Only forty minutes. Jesus. Sorry. I, I do. Wish, Sorry to you all. Sorry to the listeners. It's not, it's, it's, it's not your fault that the commercials kept playing. Right. What I am the most minusculely bothered by is I wish you would have just gotten the Google chat going so we could see what was going on throughout this process. I mean, there wasn't really much to see. Yeah, but sometimes we'd hear audio. Sometimes we wouldn't hear audio. We had no idea what was going on. Gotcha. That should have just been the first thing you'd done. Okay. I'll remember that in the future. And that way we're connected because we have no idea what was going on in there. And it's been 40 minutes. That makes that makes two of us. Well, <laughs> you have, you're have you talking to people that seem to have ideas. We're just sitting here not doing anything. Yeah, true. I'll keep that in mind in the future. Sorry, guys. Welcome back. Hopefully it's working. Thanks, Scoots, for doing all that you did. And Glenn and... Carl, Dave, Dave, <laughs> for helping out. We're appreciative. I think we're on. I'm nervous to kind of get going because I feel like we're going to get a no, Shannon O'Bannon text. Just we're on. Up. I can hear I can hear your all's voices on the radio beside me. So, yeah, we're good to go. All right. Even on the stream? Eve should be on the stream too, yeah. All right. Yep. Roush, I'm going to tweet out something okay. just to say that I think we're all good to go. So to kind of wind it back. Uh, TJ had a rough night. Uh, it was. It, it it sounds bad. We get to the beginning of his story. He's yeah. Well, now driving I, up know. and down the street, chasing his car, his dog in a car. 
chasing She's the car would be, would be very you, While you're riding your dog. I couldn't catch up to my dog, and I definitely couldn't catch up to my car. But so, yeah, if you, and I think the commercials were going in and out, but my dog at like 10, between 10 and 10.30 last night, he ran away. I don't know exactly which time it was. It was like six, eight degrees outside, whatever temperature it was. It was freezing. It was so cold. And uh, while also very annoyed with this dog, I am worried about him because I don't want him to die in the cold weather. So it's, there's a little bit of pressure and like, I need to find this, need to find this dude. And, uh, I'm, things aren't looking good just with how dark it is. It's like, this can be hard to find him. I'm going to have to get incredibly lucky. But Roush, when I was driving down that road where the, where my brights were doing a good job, kind of showcasing much, a lot more area than just the neighborhoods would. I was like, you know, even with these lights again, it's going to, I was like, I'm just going to have to listen for them. And I did have my windows down and I had the heat off because I wanted to be able to hear. Mm-hmm. But in this one area, I was just going probably like two miles an hour, windows down, and I heard a crunch in the snow. And I'm like, oh, I got really excited. And I was like, just keep listening. If it's him, you'll hear more crunches. It will sit like, I know the difference between a snow crunch between a squirrel, a squirrel and like a 60 a large pound, animal. Yeah, yeah, 60 pound dog. I keep hearing loud, like, crunch snow noises. I have an idea of what general area it's coming from, but I can't, like, turn my car that way to get the lights pointed that way just because it's impossible with the road mm-hmm. unless I wanted to go in the grass. No, will he, res- like, if you collared at him and told him to come over, would he respond or is he a jerk about it? In the car, he's more likely to, like, come over. If it was just me or the wife, 50-50. Maybe, maybe not. He'd be just as likely to look at you and, like, have that little smile on his eye and then just sprint off the other way. So he's a real jerk, is what you're saying. Correct. He, yeah. ha- I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a, this dog. So I'm like, I hear an animal that is making loud noises in the snow. I'm looking over. I, don't, I mean, I don't have a flashlight, which I should, I should have brought my flashlight with me. I had my phone light, but obviously that's not going to extend out far. And then I see him, Roush. He's in the neighbor's backyard. He's not on the same road that I'm on. He's actually in the neighborhood. So there's a fence separating us. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, do I call him? Because on the one hand, if I call him, how is he going to get over to me anyways? But two, more likely, what if he hears me and he just sprints off in another direction and I don't have eyes on him? So, like, he's looking at me. I'm looking at him. He's doing the one paw up in the air thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Abe, come here. Do you want to come over here? And he's just like looking around, and I can tell he kind of sees like, oh, there's a fence here. I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't even know if I, if I know you. By the way, it sounds like Dad, but and there's a fence here. I, I'm not. I was like, I, I'm not gonna call for him anymore. So I call the wife, and I'm like, hey, I see him. He's on the side of the neighbor's house. Okay, now he's going to the front yard. He should be in the front court. Can you go open the door and maybe with it being, you know, can you call really nicely, say treat, see if he'll come in miraculously he comes in like she does exactly that she goes to the front porch i'm driving and he she's on the phone with me she's like oh my gosh he came in he's you know he's freezing he's happy but he came in that's great we we put him you know we don't put him in a cage but we put him in his room and we shut the and we shut it and we make he has food and water and he's happy and like being mean to him being mean to him is not going to do anything obviously it's just going to make him maybe more likely to not come back the next time so we we and we're happy to have him back. And I'm happy that I'm able to get back to sleep, Roush, because yeah. Tylenol PM started to set in. 
I'm a little wound up through the whole ordeal, so I'm laying in bed and ended up getting to watch the end of those 9 o'clock games. A&M and Arkansas was an awesome game. There was a lot of really good games ending around the same time. Uh, Georgia-South Carolina was solid. What was some of the other – what was another one that I was watching um, in those 9 o'clock hours? Georgia Tech-Clemson went to double overtime. Uh, ACC really should probably just be a two-bid league. They won't be, but they probably should be. Clemson lost at home to Georgia Tech in double overtime. The ACC is an absolute joke. So I got to see those games. And Roush, finally, the Tylenol PM's doing its job. I'm falling asleep. The dog's safe in its house. Next thing I know, I'm dreaming about winning large sums of money. I, like, I, I guess I entered nice. some award, and I won like $50,000. It was an awesome dream just to be woken up to. It's better if I could like do it. But the wife shaking me like, TJ, somebody's in the house. Hey, somebody's in the house, DJ. And I'm waking, like, I'm just, I'm probably more asleep than I am awake. But I'm like, what, what? She's like, somebody's downstairs in the house. And they're, like, they're snapping. Like, they're, like, I hear them. And I'm like, and, and Abe's not going crazy? Because he is, like, the most barky, barky dog. She's like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but there's somebody in the house. And... She's like, and it's, it, she's like, it sounds like they, they may have been going up the stairs. And I'm like, are you sure? She's like, no, but I, I've, like, for the last 20 minutes, I've heard something. And what would you do, Roush? Because what I did was not what I would have expected to do. Um, I feel like I've had to do this before. And then I usually, um, like, we used to have, uh, I need to find, figure out where that baseball bat is. Because we, we had a, it was like a shameless. You had a blood bat, right? Yes. So we yeah, I've got kinda, a crowbar under my, I've got, I've, I've got, yeah. I've got so you just kind of walk around with your, and you just flip the lights on. And usually it's, um, it is the dog or it's something like it, it, it never was somebody else. So I just yelled like not, I mean, scream. Sure. But I was just like, if somebody's in our house and she is so sure of this. I want them to be on like I want them I want to, to, I want to hear where they are uh-huh. and I want to be able to go get them. Okay. I like want them to be on the like I want them to kind of be worried and like moving around. Uh-huh. I don't want to go down there and then like be hiding somewhere. So hope Beto O'Rourke is not listening, but I grab my gun and like I get into like cop mode where I'm like kicking open doors and I do I do a clear of the house. It was, I mean, it was terrifying because, and this is totally on me. I did after the dog incident. I did not lock the back door. I did not lock our little. We got a storm thing on it too, so like the back door was totally accessible if somebody wanted to come on in. And it they just, wanted to go to the back it, of your cul-de-sac and it, like pick the right house and yeah. And this is like the funniest thing in the world too because we've got an alarm system and like every door is monitored, all the windows are monitored, all that stuff. But the one. But the one on the back door had, like, the battery had died in it. Right. And right. we have the new one. I just hadn't set it up because I'm lazy, and this is, like, such a, you know, a good example of why you need to do this. It's also stuff. one of those things that you just kick down the road. It's like, oh, I'll get that way. Yeah. Yeah. But so, like, I'm, you know, doing a scan of the house. I'm acting like Burt Macklin, FBI. You know, I'm, like, opening doors and looking in. And it, she was so sure that somebody was in the house. That, like, legitimately, I was a little scared. And you got a toddler upstairs and whatnot. So, like, I, I did the upstairs first, mm-hmm. made my way to the middle floor. Do, doing the middle floor, that's when I noticed that the back door, it's not open. It's not like it was open, but, like, it was unlocked. 
and that's a little concerning, and that would be a door that somebody could open where it wouldn't trigger off the monitor system at the current moment, although I will change that as soon as I get home from radio today. And we no, don't find anybody. Like I, I check every single closet. Anywhere somebody could be hiding, I check. We don't see anything. I check the footprints for snow outside. There's no footprints yeah. for snow anywhere. Did you, end up, did you ever hear anything? No. No, and I I think what happened was I think she probably just heard the dog in his room just kind of rearranging, mm-hmm. going maybe from his cage to his chair. He's got a chair that he loves to sleep in, going from cha- cage to chair. And the thing I just had to kind of hit home with her is that, like, if somebody was in this house, he would be going ballistic. Like, he would hear it before us. But, of course, when, like, I make my way to his room, I'm like, sweet, Abe, you can work with me when I go to the basement. You know, go smell. Yeah. Dude just runs upstairs and goes hides under the bed. This freaking dog roush. <laughs> and then, honestly, that made me a little scared because, like, maybe there is something in this house that he's scared of. But, like, again, he wouldn't operate that way. He's an animal. He would just go to, like, instinct mode of barking. This is an unfamiliar smell. I'm going to freak out. So that made me a little bit more scared. But did a clear of the house. Long story short, everything was all right. Like, 3.30, I'm just like, can I finally go to bed now? Like, is anything else going to happen this morning? And then sure enough, three hours later, I'm doing radio with commercials just going over for the first 45 minutes of my show. It has been. It's, it's, been, it's been a day. It's been two days. I'm tired. Yep. I thought I was going to get killed. Yep. I, I don't know if the scream strategy is a good one or a bad one for, uh. a, home, for a home intruder. I also don't know, if, I don't know if that was even me. Like, I don't know if I was just asleep and that was, like, my reaction of, like, well, if they're here, I want them to know that we're here, too. But it was a weird, weird night. Of course, the baby woke up throughout the whole thing, but, like, the wife wanted to be with the baby in case, you know, somebody was in the house. So she went and got her and go, went and locked some doors and stuff like that. But all's well. No intruders. Dog is safe for now. And uh, I I'll, just, I'll, I'm, I'm ready to watch UK basketball in the worst freaking way. You think Hannah could have been dreaming, dreaming it? Yeah, I do. She could have dreamt it and woke up and been like, oh my gosh. I do. She's all like, as I think any person does in their life, you know, she, as a child, had a fear of like being kidnapped, which I do think they really hammered home for our generation that like there's yeah. a decent chance you're going to get kidnapped. The, and I don't know if they still do that, but I hope they don't because that was scary. Stranger danger. Yeah. Yeah. And they had the lady who would come to your school and <laughs> yell, kick, and yep. scream. Oh, yeah. And like, and there was a kid at Oxmoor Mall who didn't listen to those lessons. And it's just like, then they're going to get you too. Unless you listen to us. So, like, that I think carried with her longer than maybe most, but who doesn't have a, a fear of intruders and stuff like that? So, Scoots, I, I definitely, I mean, she definitely was hearing something, but was it in her dreams? She said, she said that, like, no, I was, you know, for like 20 minutes, I was kind of following along just to make sure I wasn't hearing anything. And once I heard that snap, I was like, somebody's in the house. She thought she heard somebody snapping, which, like, did we have some sort of like, 1960s pop band breaking into the house of like you know <laughs> the ghost of Michael Jackson for the longest time <laughs> yeah that, that, but I I don't know maybe I think she was just scared and we haven't been sleeping well but <sighs> last night was easily the worst night's sleep that we've had so it, it it could when the baby wakes up once or twice in the middle of the night. It could be worse, and that was our valuable lesson last <laughs> night. It could be worse. Chasing the dog out in 8-degree weather at 10, 15 at night and then having to do a scan of the house. Like I'm, and I'm, 
I'm not like a. I like having a gun for protection purposes, Roush, but I'm not somebody that like goes not, hunting not or a big shooting. Gun guy. So, yeah, yeah, like I, I like I, I like the feeling of having one. It makes me feel safe. But I probably look like such a goober, like turning corners up. <laughs> yeah, I even, had, like, I even had like my phone flashlight on, like you know the cops do, which I've always thought like that's just going to give you away if you're a cop. But I think that the thing is, it draws the attention of the light to the perpetrator, and then you get more. T- they get distracted ever so briefly, which gives you more time to. Shoot, shoot him. I am just picturing like a young rookie cop that's trying to get on the scene. <laughs> it really was like that. I mean, almost to a T. Uh, it was like that. So, yeah, that and that was a story that was supposed to start the show, and then we'd be done by 7.15, and then we'd go on to the million other things going on. But now it's 7.52. We haven't even talked a single sport. Cats play a really important game tonight. The line is wonky as all get out. Is it? Five and a half for UK at home coming off a loss is is too low. Too low to the point where it's stinky. It's a stinky line. It. You think Kentucky should only beat Mississippi State by five points at home? No, but I, I've thought every line is wonky. Like the, Kentucky's been undervalued by Vegas all year. They covered in six straight going into that A and M game. They're they're ten and five against the spread. I just think Vegas can't figure this team out. They've they've been making the lines too low all year. And on top of that, uh, overs are twelve and three for UK this year, and it's a pretty low uh, total as well. Yeah. So like Vegas might just be wrong. I I think they're wrong tonight. I feel pretty good about them being wrong. But when UK is on the road and they're like a one point dog, Florida and AM, I actually can see that. I, like I understand yeah. where Vegas is coming from with that. A lot of my friends have been like, "That's crazy! I can't believe we're underdogs at AM. It's like life on the road in conference play. Weird things happen. Unless you're Purdue going to IU, in which case you just take care of business and win by twenty one points. But for for normal college basketball programs. You you got to take care of business on on home court, which is difficult for road teams. That's why five and a half for a Mississippi State team that's not all that great offensively. It's a similar makeup to the A and M team, except they don't have dominant guards. They have one freshman guard that's having a really nice season, and then everything kind of goes through their big, which is a little different than how A and M operated. But we thought Coleman was going to have a big game. Did he get hurt or something? Because I don't know if he played last night for A and M. Because I did not notice him on the floor, and I don't know if I even saw um, him in the box score. But I have the box score pulled up right here. Just a second. no, he didn't play. Hmm. I don't know if he's hurt or what the deal yeah, is. Yeah, because he did not play well against Kentucky either. But I definitely thought this line was was fishy. I'm I'm on the cats, a decent amount on the cats. But we'll talk more about that in hour number two. We really do apologize for the technical difficulties. Not the way we wanted to start this morning, and probably for the KRC fans, not the way you wanted to start your listening experience. But thanks to Scoots for working hard and all the all the producers and mechanics behind the scenes that are helping us out. Do we take the break here, Scoots? Yeah, we can take the break here. I, I think we're good to go. Um, this break will tell me everything I need to know, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. When we fingers come back, crossed. we'll talk cats, bulldogs. We'll give updates where we need to give some updates we'll read the text messages on the thornton's text line this is kentucky roll call on big x sports radio we'll be back Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. No! 
nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Raj. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back to the Big X Kentucky Roll Call here on 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. I think everything's good, folks. We're going to make this an We're hour, a radio show. A normal radio show hour to the grab-and-go texters. We love you. We see you. Uh, maybe we'll read a few right here off the jump. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. One says, my wife confuses the Roomba for a robber twice a week. <laughs> no, I, Quad A Clean. We haven't used Quad A Clean in, in probably six months or so. So it wasn't Quad A Clean making the noises in the house last night. Uh, just some just some people snapping. Uh, and then a lot of people are just letting us know that we sound solid. Okay, good. Scoots in the morning, WXVW. Somebody sent in a picture. Uh, I don't know what all is going on in that. Do you see that picture, Scoots? No, I'll check it out. I don't know what's all going on in that. And then most people are just saying uh, that we were having issues. One says, I heard TJ took a Tylenol PM. I smiled a little bit because I know he's getting the best. <laughs> Unfortunately, the dog got out, but plumbers, pipe fitters, welders, HVAC techs, the local 502 are there to help. What a dream. That's a funny tax. <laughs> That's a good tax. Indiana Tim says, just start over at 730. We're doing that at 805. Yep. John says, good game day morning, everyone. We need a bounce back victory. And tonight, our cats get that opportunity. Give me the cats by 10. Okay, even after the show starts, there were still some commercials going. <laughs> Either way, I'm listening. No worries, guys. Hey, would you guys take the over in tonight's game? We'll got to go talk to you later. Probably would take the over, but be more likely, Roush, to just take UK, given five and a half. I, I, I think you. This game's going to tell me a little bit about this UK team. I'm not going to make any grandiose declarations after this game one way or another, but if this team is the team of dogs and hippos like we think they may Lots be... Lots of hippopotamus. Shouldn't, hippopotamus. They, shouldn't they come out mad and just like, you know, let's ball out. Let, let's let's get back to our winning ways in a major way. They should, but a lot of that is dependent on shooting well from the perimeter, having your guards finish at the rim. Um, whereas Mississippi State wants to just like beat you up and they, they can beat you up. They can... They have an advantage in the front court. They're, it's clear. I don't. I don't think there's a ton of arguing or debating that. Sure. So, in college basketball, in the sport, it's a guards game. I'm going to take the guards every time. Um, so I think Kentucky wins. But oh, spoiler for the pick segment. But there, but there is a good chance though that this becomes a, a ugly affair. Uh, it, it better. It better not. Well, in really. Okay, so here's here's the thing, TJ. If you look, if you handicap A and M and Mississippi State, there isn't a lot different other than A and M has Wade Taylor, who's a badass, as we've come to learn and know. Um, and they're a little bit worse in the front court, but it is kind of a similar slow it down, muck it up style. Um, the other big difference is this game's going to be at home, so I, I I do think if you're going to play a hacky team. Just make your free throws. They they were sixty percent from the line. I want to say it was like eight of thirteen at A and M. Hey, just go. Hell, how many of them were shot in the last two minutes of that game? Go make some more free throws. You're going to be able to get to the line a lot. So go make your free throws. If you can do the basics, like hitting your free throws, and if Reed Shepard is a little bit more aggressive, then I'm going to be pretty confident that Kentucky's going to get this done. Which, if we didn't need more evidence that Reed Shepard needs to be more aggressive, 
the shooting stats from Reed's workout yesterday. Bananas. Absolute bonkers. B-E-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> the you, shooting is bananas. So he was on the the little uh, the fancy technology machine, the Noah shooting machine. 78% field goals, 72% from three, 84 from twos. So I guess that'd be, or, yeah, 74 from three, 84 from two. Now, he's shooting on air. But like, hey, um, if you're shooting threes that well, maybe you should shoot more of them. Right, like let's let's get aggressive read, and I, and I, I'm hoping that he's getting that poking and prodding from his coaches too. Yeah, he. I think we said that yesterday. If not, what what day is it again? Maybe Monday. Yeah, uh, we talked about that. That it's a disservice to this team to not have Reed shoot more shots. That's true, and that's just a no-brainer comment. If you have somebody that's averaging, it's not like he's getting like five, six minutes a game, Roush, where like the numbers could be totally skewed on his shooting percentages. This is a dude that is playing meaningful, beyond meaningful minutes, very important, one of the UK's most important players. You, you got to shoot the ball more. We need that percentage to come down because you're taking shots, and he should never pass up an open shot. And he did that, I think, once or twice against A&M, and it mm-hmm. really bothered me. Yeah. If he's open, he has got to let it rip, and he's got to let it rip basically immediately. And the only reason he wouldn't is if a closing guy is coming on him and he just does a pump fake, steps to the side, and buys himself more time for an easier shot. He is an amazing shooter. One of the best that UK basketball has ever had. He's a freshman. He's only played 15 games of his career. Let's let the next 15 games be even a bigger role for Reed Shepard. This isn't a Kentuckian legacy, a white UK boy. This is just, he's, he's really an amazing good. shooter. Like you he's an amazing shooter. You, you've got to have him on the floor shooting shots. The only players that should be 50% three-point shooters are the Aaron Bradshaws that shoot 12 threes in a season. Correct. You know, and Bradshaw's probably going to shoot more than that. But like, and that being said, you know what? Even still, if Bradshaw were wide open, you got to let that thing rip. You got to let it go. And same, same with Shepard. UK taking out the home loss to UNC Wilmington, which really wouldn't impact the numbers all that much. But UK did not have its point guard. Nobody ever mentions that when they're talking UNC Wilmington loss. Not having DJ Wagner. That was important. You still shouldn't lose that game. But in the other games after the Kansas loss, so I'm not including New Mexico State, I'm not including Texas A&M Commerce, the other opponents, so take out New Mexico State, A&M Commerce, and UNC Wilmington, so I'm, I'm having a little fun with numbers, mind you. UK's averaging over 99 points per game at Rupp. So that's the Missouri game. They had 90. Illinois State, they had 96. Miami, they had 95. Marshall, 118. A good St. Joe's team, 96. Stonehill, 101. It's Stonehill, though. But those other names, Roush, you know, Illinois State's not good. And is Miami as good as we thought they are? No, they're not. But, like, these are, you know, they're decent teams. Mm -hmm. And the St. Joe's game did go to overtime, and, and UK had nearly 20 points in that overtime. So that number may be a little bit skewed as well there. But... This isn't like some of the other Calipari teams where, ooh, Rupp Arena, it's a big building, and they don't shoot as well at Rupp as they do in some other. They're shooting really well at Rupp. They're playing well at Rupp. And tonight should be nothing different. Imagine the Texas A&M-UK game, but 
A&M doesn't have two guards that are com- going to combine for 60 points. Which, they have the one way, guard and a big that may, but then again, Tulu Smooth is going to be shooting twos, not threes. So even just in that yeah. its own right, it should help. Sure. But this is also another team that if UK does have some breakdowns and gives up some open threes, Mississippi State's not a great outside shooting team. Maybe you get some favors, Roush. Maybe they miss some open shots instead of A&M just falling down, throwing backwards, Which, Jane Young's out-of-bounds shots that we're going in. It's apparently just what Way Taylor does best. He's a freak. Um, he's a freak. He, so, the three uh, hit last night was nutty. Last freak. night, he scored 41 points on 32 shots. Preseason uh, SEC Player of the Year, he's shown why. 32 shots to get 41 points. But, well, I came but if you're an A&M, who else do you want shooting the ball? Exactly. You're A&M, you know? You're Buzz uh, William offense. The three that he... so. A&M did what they've done all year. They started the game 1 of 15 from 3. They sucked. Um, I think, as our friend Jeff Drummond put it, and uh, things you could have seen coming a mile away, A&M's cold. They got down in a huge hole. It was, And then Arkansas did what Arkansas does. They got tight, and they let A&M storm back. <laughs> Taylor's 3. He hits a 3 with 7.6 seconds left to retake the lead. And it is the most... Uh, it looks like what you would see in a fifth and sixth grade basketball game where his feet are just completely helter-skelter and he just throws it up. and It would bank in in the fifth and sixth grade game. This one, he just he switched it. Um, but Arkansas went down. Trayvon Mark kind of gets his body into somebody, uh, overextends, and banks one in for the win with a second left on the clock. So, crazy game in Fayetteville last night. First, first SEC win of the year for Arkansas, which is even crazier. Yeah, both Arkansas and A&M at 1-3 and three in the league. The two teams that don't have a win in conference play, Vanderbilt in and Missouri, and then the two teams without losses in the SEC, Alabama and Auburn. Alabama played Missouri last night. It was a game that was close at half, and Alabama at home pulled away in the second half. Mm. But not the story of the game, Roush. Do you yeah. know what is the story of the game? Uh, Nate Oates, DDT to player. Absolutely Put them in a coffin. It was brutality unlike anything we've ever seen. Bob Knight reincarnate. Just uh, go and Nate Oates, he, he, he went full Mortal Kombat. Full Mortal Kombat pushing a player. I'm um, exaggerating here because I, I thought in, in this humble uh, blogger radio hacks opinion, you're not supposed to put your hands on people, obviously. If you're a coach, you're the adult. Uh, things were heated in a discussion, and he kind of did a talk to the hand because the face ain't here to a Missouri player's chest. And he pushed him, but it was like a very exaggerated, like the, slow. The, the follow through is what gets me. Like, if you were just trying to get, like, hey, get out of our huddle, you all go to your side, you go to your side. It's all right, I think, to kind of put up like a. A wall bar, just to be like, hey, you know, no closer than that. He gives like an exaggerated, and not that there's anything wrong with it, but a somewhat like feminine follow through of like, eh. it's it's like something that you would do in theater to over exaggerate to for effect, yeah. Like, yeah. and I and I think maybe if he over exaggerated to the effect, maybe in his mind it was less bad. I don't I don't know, but I I don't think it's that. I don't think it's bad at all. I know. Maybe, maybe I'm just being like a... It's it's not a head coach's job, though. Shouldn't that be an assistant coach's job to do that? I mean, it should be the refs. 
But the yeah, ref was standing he, he right there. Two, yeah. There was two refs so right they there. Weren't, they weren't doing anything. One directly looking at the whole interaction, and once Nate Oates does it, he's like, hey, hey, don't you know, no need to do that. I, I think it was a bad move by Nate Oates. I don't think it's a good look for him. I, I, I You know, you, the stuff with Nate Oates last year, and then you got him pushing somebody this year. His competitive juices definitely can get the best of him. But I mean, it, he doesn't it, need to be suspended. It, you know. it, it, people are fired up because it's Nate Oates. Though. Yeah. And it's and that's that's the reason why. He'll get I, a talking to from the league, rightfully so. And then potentially, I don't think it will, but like, you know, this could hurt him on the recruiting trail, potentially. This next time they play Missouri, Missouri may be more motivated to beat Nate Oates. But besides that, this is this is a nothing burger. And, and I don't think it'll hurt them on the recruiting trail. You one time pushed a player? What? Uh, no, so th- this is a much ado with the arrow about nothing, in my opinion. Okay, uh, which would be nice to have him. Um, Shouldn't do it. Make no mistake about right, it. Right, right. Uh, Dalton Connect too. Tennessee. He's scoring lots of points too. Jeez, in thirty nine last night. Did after thirty six on Saturday? Trying yeah. to tell people Tennessee is good. Like well, it, I, I know Rick Barnes this and Vescovy that and Ziegler can't make a layup. They're they're a good team. See, and the it, biggest thing they were missing was offense, and this dude provides offense. And I, I guess maybe he's just a little on the streaky side because he wasn't playing well early in the year, and it's like they can't do any offense. It's just Dalton Connect, and well, if he's doing that, then he's going to. They're going to win a lot of basketball games. But maybe was, so. Live by the connect, die by the connect. That is a thirty-nine points last night. Big Aduthiero game. Have to have Aduthiero to play Dalton Connect. Who knows what UK is ever going to have a dude the air? It would have been so great if Tennessee would, or if Georgia hadn't blown that game against Tennessee. Tennessee's good, but they could be two and two in the conference very easily at this point. And Kentucky could too if Bradshaw's three doesn't go. Kentucky, I guess, would be one and two at that point. But be rooting for the Vols to lose. Probably ain't going to happen at home for Warham. Could happen on the road. And then same with. Auburn and Alabama. We want Kentucky to compete here for an SEC championship, and you definitely can't be dropping home games against Mississippi State tonight. So Cats need to be on their P's and Q's, bring out their A game. I think that line's way too low. If you can't really tell from my tone, I do think UK looks good tonight. I do think it's a solid game for them, uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about that as the show goes on. Roush, did you submit your 2023 Kentucky Sports Figure of the Year? No, I got my reminder this morning, so I'll have to do that again. I don't I don't know who it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be Jeff, right? I don't I don't know. I don't. I, I submitted mine yesterday. Jeff Brom was fourth for me. Yeah, I'm I'm just a quick scan and there's not an uh, many years you have an obvious uh winner. Should we do TJ's top ten? Uh, sure. We can go through them quickly. I'm actually going to take a, a really long time to do it, if you don't mind. <laughs> we should probably stick to the top three then. All right. At 10, <laughs> Brandon Fott. Okay. At, I like that. At number nine, Deion Walker. All SEC, you know, like, it's got to count for something. Number eight, Anna DeBeer. Yeah. I feel like somebody from UofL Volleyball needed to make my list. Yeah. And she was the best. They didn't go to the Final Four, so yeah. she shouldn't be higher. Yeah. Number seven. She's, she's running it back, by the way. Oscar Shibway. Huh? Like, a lot of people aren't going to have Oscar on on this list. He was still only the ninth UK player to ever be a, a two-time consensus All-American. Yep, and he still sure. did average 17 and 14. Yeah, he didn't win National Player of the Year, but it was still 17 and freaking 14. Like, that's that's good. Yep. That is good. Number six, I've got Ray Davis. 
I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, he, he has the single set. He broke many cell records. Yeah. Uh, touchdowns scored and uh, points. He led the season. SEC in both of them, which yeah. is nuts. Touchdowns from scrimmage. You know, when I was finishing my list, I was like, man, maybe I should have put Ray Davis a little bit higher. Number five, Nick Mangione. Hey, he was on the hot seat, and he came away with a huge season. Way to go, Nick Mangione. Now you got expectations for this year. Please do not blow it. Number four, like I said, Jeff Brom. Number three, somewhat controversial, Roush. Ooh, he's going to be a Louisville City player. Cody's Wish. Yeah, I'm going to have Cody's Wish really hot, too. <laughs> Because that story... I, that's what I said. Yeah, I was like, like is Cody's Wish the best horse on this list? Absolutely not. Did he have the best story of maybe anybody on this list? Yes, absolutely. Which, like, the, the sport of horse racing, they've got a lot of fart sniffers that cover it closely. And uh, I don't know if the... There was a lot of debate on where Cody... Like, should Cody's Wish be horse of the year? And it's probably not, but it's a weak field of candidates. Mm -hmm. They want him to be... He's not a classic distance runner. He's not a mile and a quarter. Like most of them, he's just a miler. And when he did go a mile and a quarter, he lost. But he was the most dominant in his spot in the one-mile races, the one-turn miles. And the story really is just... And when you can capture... When a when a sports story captures the country, See, it's a good sports and, story. And that's the thing that those idiots need to learn. It's like, who cares? Just make him horse of the year. Because that's like the one thing that will make average Joe fan care about your sport and actually think it's a good thing and not a bad thing. Because... The other sport, the other horse that won the classic is trained by a cheater, and he's probably cheating too. He's probably loaded to the gills with steroids from Rick Dutro. The cheating is cheating. Y'all think Bob Baffert's bad? Just look up Rick Dutro. I can't believe they let him back in this sport. It's disgusting. And Cody's wish is from Kentucky. Just so I, any potential slanderous claims said on Kentucky roll call did not come from T.J. Walker. Just for any legal. Suck it, Rick Dutro. <laughs> no, he got convicted of cheating. So. Allegedly, no convicted. White Barrio, I can. I would just be like, well, whispers. We'll let the court system play that one out. No, I'm kidding. I did not know. Uh, yeah. That's not, that's not good. All right, number two, and he'd probably be number one if we got to see into the future. But Lamar Jackson, he's probably going to be MVP. It's not yeah, named yet. That's true. But you do get to take this regular season he had, and they're the number one seed. Yep. He was the best player in football. Yep. T.J. Walker's number one Kentucky sports figure person of the year. Jamal Murray. Woo! Woo! Because he won a title? Wanted Denver I mean, he, had, was, he was really good. Denver had never won a championship before. Mm -hmm. And really, Jamal Murray should have been the finals MVP. I get it that you're going to give it to Jokic. But... In the finals, he averaged over 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists per game. That's 10, or 10 assists, 6 rebounds, excuse me. That's really good for Jamal Murray. I mean, it's good for anybody, obviously. 20, 10, and 6 in the NBA Finals, that's that's awesome. For a guard, a shooting guard, to have average 10 assists. So I have him number one. I think he had an incredible year. He gets a little bit overshadowed because of... Jokic, but they, they're the best one-two duo in the NBA until proven otherwise. And the NBA will run through Denver for as long as those two are, are together. So I've got him number one. If Lamar wins a Super Bowl or he were to be named MVP and those things had already happened, I'd probably jump them. Right. But that hasn't happened yet, so you just got to go with what you have up to this point. So Lamar two, Jamal Murray number one. I don't hate it. 
There's my reason and rationale. Jamal Murray's not going to win. He's not going to get enough people to vote for him. Right. Because I think it'll be Lamar or Brom. I think Roush is right. That is what's weird about this uh, exercise, though, because they should qualify, but Jamal Murray did none of his things in Kentucky. So you don't think of him as a Kentucky sports figure. Correct. You know? Yeah. But he's on the list. And, yeah. you know, they he played. It says if you played your college basketball, if you played your sp- college sports in Kentucky. They do, they do note that if you're a Cincinnati professional athlete and you live in Kentucky, that's not enough to be to be on. <laughs> right, right. you got to have a stronger connection. you got to have some connection to the state. So there's my list. Roush, when you finish yours, be sure to let us know, and, and you can go through yeah. your top ten like I did. Uh, it's, due to, it's due Thursday, and then we'll get it released at the end of the month. Yeah. How many do you have to fill out? You just, like how many spots? Ten. Oh, just ten? Okay. Uh, do you have to fill out even all ten? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, and you don't, yeah. We need to get you on the list. Come on. I want to be on the list. You're going to put a bunch of Midway players on of there? Of course. Yeah. Roush, there are probably some U of L fans saying, you need to put Brom higher with the portal king he is. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's about results. And the results were pretty good. 10-1 start after what Scott Satterfield had over there. It's pretty good. Um, I think it was better than expected. Exceeding expectations. They... He got he got Louisville fan. I think the reason why I ended up having him number one is because like Louisville fans actually care about sports again. They were very apathetic. Yes. Um, so that that is, I think is is as significant as anything. But you did mention the Portal King, the kid Tower Baron just won't get out of our lives. He went to school in Knoxville at Central Catholic. His dad was a strength coach, I believe, for Jeremy Pruitt. It was a very intense recruiting battle between Kentucky and Tennessee. Ultimately, um, I, I think his dad got a raise to stay uh, to stay at Tennessee. So Tyler went to Tennessee, and there was multiple times where he thought he might jump into the portal and come to Kentucky. Particularly last year, last year was the big one. This uh, this go around, Kentucky was not involved whatsoever, and, and it was kind of a longer process. I think he did visit Ole Miss and there's a couple other places, but ultimately, he's the latest uh, high caliber, high profile player. To land at Louisville, where um, they there's a lot of questions over there at different positions. They are going to have a very good front four, like their their pass rush with Jelotti having, coming back. Having, having Barron, Tyler Barron and Jelotti is that, that's like pretty good. SEC good. Yeah, that's. I mean that that is those such, are two guys that are going to get drafted. That is such a major upgrade from where U of L was just three years ago. Roush, I know you disagree with me. I'm not shaking in my boots. L is bringing their level up to Kentucky's level, something that they desperately needed to do as a program instead of waiting for Kentucky to fall back towards them. L's doing the things that they should be doing. I still think Kentucky should win the game this upcoming season, but it, it's it's hard to not think that this rivalry is going to be a lot more oh, true stuff. 50-50. Yeah. The, the days of one team winning five straight just aren't going to happen. Hopefully, Kentucky can get this next one, but you could make a case, potentially. Well, we'd have to see how the rosters look, but you, you've mentioned how much UK is going to lose after this year. 2025, UVL could have a better roster than Kentucky for the first time since 2017. I don't want those things to happen. So, what Kentucky needs to do is keep bringing in dudes. Like, keep... Oh, heavens. I think you know what. It was the chair. It was the chair. 
Oh, I does, would. The, I would. Does the chair make you make uncomfortable? <laughs> oh faces? no, my, my butt hurts. It it does. I it sort <laughs> okay. of yeah. Okay. No, it, it legitimately, I'm a little sore. Didn't get a good. It was one of those things where I did my workout <laughs> yesterday, and immediately after, baby's like, "Please pick me up." Other kids like here. So yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little sore right now. General soreness. General soreness. Yeah. Roush, I'm not worried, but I also don't like what's going on. Like U of L is drastically improving their football program right in front of our eyes. Oh, and, well, and we, we'd be we'd, we'd be real silly to just act like put our heads in the sand and be like, well, they're just U of L. We're still gonna beat oh, them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and especially uh, I, I I was talking about it before the game this year. We were on the opposite sides. I thought Louisville was the pendulum swinging back this year uh, because if you look at this series. Uh, I mean, that's how a lot of rivalries go. But in this one in particular, it's four and five years stints where one team takes over and then the pendulum swings back the other direction and it goes to the other team. The flip could be happening, uh, but I do think a lot of the – they're just getting buzz because they're giving people stuff to have a buzz about. Kentucky's giving us nothing from – except, oh my gosh, Liam Cohen, ah! Whereas like Louisville's giving you stuff to like generally get excited about. If you look at it from a roster standpoint, though, I I would just be really worried about that offensive line and that injured quarterback. And it worked. Sure. You know what though? But it, it worked for Kentucky last year with a a good amount of portal players plugging in. Um, I don't know how. I mean, how many of their guys they're bringing back? It's sort of a lot of G five guys though on that offensive line, and they're protecting that quarterback. So that that's really what I think their season's going to come down to. Like, hey. Do you take care of the quarterback? Is he any good? I just hope Kentucky can keep seeing what UofL is doing and saying, "All right, they're trying to catch up to us. Let's let's take this let's take this to the next level." Would and be, the conversations we've had the last few days about UK yeah. football make me worried about if they're well, if they're going to do. You that. know what they could do? They could like share pictures of them with top two hundred players that they're recruiting right now out on visits, but they're not doing that. So what are yeah you have a frustration with some of the decision making within the football program. I don't think you think it's like the bedrock of the program, but I think you this is what I I sense and you tell me where I'm wrong on this is that you think that they're just they have made a change of decision for how they handle media situations how, how, how they're handling di- their their recruiting efforts and stuff and but, you and you disagree with this and it's something that they're kind of just started doing this isn't something that they've done the last five or six years right no this is a liam cohen initiative okay he in yeah okay yeah um the they they want to operate in the shadows and you know what it worked very well for john summerall but also john summerall would like his players he had like three secret guys but he also had guys you knew about um, and overall, Lucky was making this point last night. He's like, all we have to talk about is the bad stuff, and they're not giving us anything good. And the harshest critics right now want to see you. They're, they're people who follow recruiting. Um, and do we know who UK's recruiting right now? Seen one picture, and it was Spike Sales, who's probably going to go to Louisville. Um, he's a male offensive lineman who Penn State offered. He's going to get a lot of big-time offers, and Kentucky was in early. Um, Zach Yenzer showed up to his school at Mail on Monday, but it's Mail. Chris Barclay, all-time mm-hmm. Mail great, coaches at U of L. Right before Yenzer showed up, Jeff Brahms there. Like they're going, they they can't lose that guy. Like they would, they they just can't. So who else are you recruiting, Kentucky? We see players tweet out offers, but you know, like it. 
it would be really easy to just gain some goodwill that you desperately need if you just said that you're recruiting players or you were like just anything. But there's there's not zero bones are being given, being thrown out to the. Um, uh, is it just because they're if it gets out, they think other schools are going to go? Yeah, it's like they think they could be more effective if they don't say anything. Yeah, which you know what did 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 Ole Miss finding out Gerald Mincy was. And on Kentucky, did that stop Ole Miss from getting him? Nope. No, you just have to. It's just got to be. It's got to be well thought, right? Like, you, yeah. You, what, if you have a good relationship and you got something good to sell, it's not going to matter. You shouldn't yeah, be scared exactly. if it gets out there. Right. Right. And I mean, I understand it to an extent with some of these guys, but like, it's it's January seventeenth. And on the flip side, yeah, if you've got some that you're working behind the scenes that you want to stay hush-hush, great. And when that news gets out, UK fans will celebrate it and get super excited about it, and that will be fine and dandy. But when it's kind of in this holding pattern of negative news, a well, little disgruntled UK mm-hmm. fans, it doesn't, you, you are the one serving the dishes. You can bring out what you want to the if – you, if you want us – See, and, and, and here's the, the reason why – it's a silly strategy. We're going to find out eventually. These kids talk, yeah. right? But, like, why do I need Chad Simmons telling me about a conversation he had with a four-star wide receiver in Texas? Like, he, Chad, he's he's letting us know that this really good player is going to be visiting Kentucky. We're going to find out eventually. It always ends up getting out. So, why don't you get – why don't you get generate the buzz it. for yourself? Exactly. Right, like, make – Oh my gosh! This new wide receivers coach is already bringing four star recruits to Kentucky, and, and it's like the only school he's got on his slate. It's like, oh, that's that probably be- the best thing the big dog does is like kind of building up that hype of like, hey, we're looking at this guy, hey, we're looking at that guy. Yeah. Will you get it out there that like we're in on this guy, and yeah. then they do, and people get excited about it, and you feel like you got good positive it, momentum, which has just not been enough of it in the last two months. Like, of UK like if you're if you're Mike Stoops, what do people know about you? Absolutely nothing. So maybe you know a picture with some kid you're recruiting in Florida. That would be cool, right? Wouldn't hurt. I don't, I don't think he's desperate for that sort of attention, but you know, be be cool if Doc kills shorts. Like, hey, here's look at these guys. Like, I, I would I would like that. But he's they got bosses. They don't. They want to be quiet and um, just keep getting good players. It would, it, At the end of the day, that's what's most right. important. It's what's most important. Um, but it's also nice if you have good things to talk about instead of just like we're gonna have to wait for two weeks for us to find out that. Um, you know that you're not going to the NFL, Liam Cullen. We've got a fan fest coming up this weekend. Are people going to show up to it? Not a, not a whole lot of buzz being generated. That's right. A great now. point. Like it, the the program last year was in a much different place. A lot of this stuff just seems so easy to fix if you just like a a competent athletic director that's a little bit more hands on. Hey yeah. guys, we need some more positive momentum. Uh, we're going to be asking for season reticket renewals over the next few months, so uh, let's let's make people happy. Let's, Wait, let's can you, we get can we throw can we give them? But you know what, Rush? Maybe there's just not. Maybe there's nothing there. Yeah. Maybe there truly is nothing there that they can they that they could even lie to us about. And 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 that's the that's concerning. Part. Yeah, that's yeah. concerning. Yeah. And when you got coaches that are maybe thinking about leaving and this that, it uh, it's weird times for UK football, and it seems a little bit self inflicted. Oh man. Great breaking news for me. The donut store by my house is reopening. They've oh, been huge. closed for like a month. And we that's were like, huge. oh, God, are they ever going to open back up? Well, does the donut store at this moment send out emails saving you 25 cents in gasoline? No. Because I know another donut store that will. And they don't 
give you hot delicious coffee mm-hmm. every morning. Yep. Um, that's Thornton's. Warm they breakfast sandwiches. They are a donut shop. They're a breakfast sandwich shop. They're, they're a, a fresh fruit shop. They're a beer joint. They're you a, go pick up your beers. They, they're ice cold in that beer cooler. Lots of options. 32-ounce soft drinks, and you can get gasoline. And I got an email that says, Thornton's Refreshing Rewards members as a loyal member save 25 cents off the gallon. That's pretty amazing. That's a, that is amazing. Scoots, quick question. When you go to the beer cooler and you... You don't want to get a sixer. You don't want to get a 12-pack. You just want to get one or two of those giant behemoth beers in a can. What what what, what are you grabbing? Uh, Miller Lite. Just, I, okay. I'm a Miller I'm a Miller Lite guy to my core. So, okay. yeah, Miller Lite. I, I did that with Modelo recently. Modelo. Oh, or Modelo. Yeah, yeah. Modelo's are very good. Do you know that's the most, most sold beer in the world now? I did not. Or maybe I think it's in the U.S. It passed Bud Light. I think who passed him up. I thought I heard Bud Light passed it back. They did. Okay, Bud yeah. Light got it back. Got yeah. you. That is crazy though. Because they took you a hit. To, you wouldn't think Modelo would be next up. You think it'd be like Miller or Coors or something. Yeah, Modelo, good stuff. Almost as good as Thornton's. Download the refreshing boards at visit one today. Scoots, do we need to take another break or have we had enough breaks today? Uh, it's up to you. We can take one. We cannot take one. I would. I mean, with the way the show, st- when the way the with the way the show started, I'll let you make the decision. Yeah, my we, vote would be to not. We've we've had enough. Commercials. We had forty five commercials. Yeah, yeah, in the first ten minutes. Okay, then let's okay. not. Okay, uh, I may just start up on the text line and work yeah. my way up. Woody Hayes rolled over in his grave seeing NATO to push. Yeah, because like Woody Hayes, like was physically like he assaulted somebody. The uh, NATO. It's uh, I don't. I don't think you could define that as assault. Yeah, I think he punched a Clemson player. <laughs> That's a Gator Bowl. A texture says, let's get wacky. Would you rather be a plumber, a pipe fitter, welder, or HVAC technician? Okay, so I thought about this. I'd rather be a welder. Yeah, uh, I feel like you would do a lot more cool things with welding, and the hats are very cool. Yep. You're more likely to work with like big, heavy machinery. Plumbers, tight spaces... Under the sink, and it could be really stinky. You have to have your butt crack out. I don't want that. And toilets. Don't forget about toilets. Yeah, I don't want to have my butt crack out all day. No, no. Can't have the butt crack out. Welder would be cool, too, because, like, maybe I could weld something. I could make something in my own house. So, the thing that I would like to know the most about is electrician, though. Because I feel like you can do some cool stuff if you know how to wire things. Yeah. So, I think that would be the most useful at home. And... When it comes to just like, hey, we need, I feel like they're the most, uh, I'm most dependent on an electrician to be able to do things. I'd want to be a pipe fitter. You like oh. fitting the pipe? I mean, how how hard could that be? Just making sure pipes fit together? All right, uh, that I, one fits. <laughs> Next. It's, it's, it's oh, this just, one does not fit. This is not a good pipe fit. <laughs> All right, here's your $100, sir. <laughs> I uh, really need a win tonight. It's starting to get old not competing for the SEC. Tonight's a must-win for that. That That is true from a SEC race. It's a Plumlee Bro 2 text, but I you know I can't argue with, with that. Yeah, one, like win one, at home. We, you need to be in the thick of the SEC race. Yeah, and two 20, year at home. Tw- 2020 was the last year, and you won that one by three, and that was nice, but you do uh, it's, it's Kentucky's league, and if you were to lose at home to Mississippi State, I would think big picture about winning the league. Being two games back, four games into the season, Roush, not where you'd want to be. So, Plumley Bro 2, I agree with you. How much money would someone have to pay you to play a round of golf in this weather? Uh, not much. Yeah, just pay for my round? Uh, pay yeah. for the round and I don't, throw in a couple beers. $100, can I get $100 out of you? Yeah, yeah. like, what, what can I get out of <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Because I've played... 
the best I've ever putted was probably on a frozen ground. Uh, friends and I, pre-kids, would do Super Bowl golf. And uh, the last time we played, the greens were definitely frozen for the first bit. And uh, I sunk a bunch of putts. It was awesome. So um, really the worst part about playing the golf now is just finding your ball. I right. drove. You gotta have yellow balls. I drove by Seneca sure. either yesterday or Monday, and all the fairways are just covered in snow. It's really funny looking. I saw there's a snow place. on the ground. Really tickles. Scoots. Well, no, because it wasn't anywhere else. Like it, you couldn't see the snow in the rough. You couldn't really see it anywhere else. It was just on the fairways. Oh, yeah. so it almost like highlighted the course. Yeah, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, actually. it did look cool. Get, the, get that yellow ball. Yeah. my buddy and I, we were really itching one day. And the weather was nice. It was like a 40 or 50 degree weather day. But the day before, we had had a bunch of snow. And we knew it wasn't going to be like a real round of golf because just there was part of the courses that were covered in snow. Mm -hmm. But what we did not anticipate is how frequently our cart was going to get stuck on even just the (laughs) cart path from the ice. It was a disaster. We had to push the cart like a bajillion times. We were like, this is the dumbest thing in the world that we've ever decided to do. There's a reason nobody else is out here. I think we played like six holes and we just turned back around. I, uh... I saw recently they, I believe it's in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That's a pretty sure that's a ski place. Uh, they do a round of golf from the top of a mountain, and they all tee off um, with their skis, and they use giant tennis balls, and they put their bags on their back, and they just kind of ski down the smack golf balls or down a mountain while skiing. It's fun. It's, yeah, that sounds good to me. I, I mean, yeah. like, man, what to be fun? Whew, be a great time. A texter says. You can believe this or not regarding Big Z, but he took money from a pro team, and that's the issue. They changed the overtime elite contract to say that they are paid for their appearances, not paid to play. So stupid, but that's why the that's why they are eligible and Big Z not. Well, thanks for clarifying. And, and but it's also like I can still say that's stupid. It's nil. He's saying as much. The texters yeah. agreeing with us. Yeah. He, I think he's just providing. That's that's what the big hiccup is. Is the money aspect of it, but. Texter, and you're 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 spot on. You're and, and I appreciate you texting in on the Thornton's text line. The issue is though, why do we care if a 16, 17 year old makes money playing the sport when in college athletics you can make money playing the sport? And I get what you're saying is like the the semantics of it. He was paid to play basketball versus paid for their name, image, and likeness. What are, what are we doing? Like, sorry, Croatia doesn't have a name, image, and likeness department but isn't this just the same I mean, thing it's isn't... just you're, you're just splitting hairs on where it came exactly from. It, that which that that's the reason and why i'm not I saying it. you're saying the opposite texter i'm just I'm, I'm piggybacking off your text thanks for texting in kirby says catching up on the podcast scoots with the tupac banger into the break well played scoots come on thanks kirby gotta get paid that's the way it is was it that one it was played yeah. yep all right this was a dozen trivia question that i saw oh okay Rank these in what happened first to what is the most recent. So what's the oldest to the most recent? Tupac getting shot? Operation Desert Storm? Okay. OJ car chase? From, what do you want, oldest to newest? Oldest to newest. What happened this first? Is, this what is happened? easy. Scoots, do you know? No, hit him. Hit him, Roush. So it. it was Operation Desert Storm, right? Correct. So it would be Desert Storm, OJ, Tupac. Yeah, oh, Tupac I, was like ninety six. I would have had Tupac and OJ. Reversed. All right, what if I what if I threw in Princess Diana's death? She was ninety eight. She was the latest. Ninety seven. She was after Tupac, though, right? She was after Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was at Cardinal Stadium when we found out the news about Princess Diana. I just didn't get people, it. People, people, like, I, I didn't understand. Old Cardinal Stadium, right? Right. People were boy, like there were people visibly crying in the parking lot. It was weird. R.I.P. A texter says, "Uval absolutely killing the transfer portal. Not sure how I feel about it." We talked about it. We don't like it either, but it's a reality, and we'd best not bury our heads in the sand about it. If Cohen leaves, UK needs to be willing to spend at least $3 million a year for a few years to get a good OC. Kentucky will never take the next step if we have a new OC every year. If Cohen really does leave, have to get rid of Stoops because of my eyes. He's the one holding Kentucky back. He's the one not changing. Well, you can't get rid of Stoops now. Um, you just can't. Roush, and I wanted to add this because I, I was sharing somewhat of a similar sentiment to that texture yesterday, it, it was a little amateur of me. My sentiment is true. Like, what can we do to try to get an OC to be happy at UK? And money's always the biggest driver. But, boys, uh, Kentucky's paying Liam Cohen a ton of money as is. Like, we thought we already did that, Roush, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you got a guy from the NFL, which did things go great for his one year in the NFL? No, not necessarily. But you, you paid him more money to leave the NFL to come to college football. We thought we had already done that. So maybe you could pay somebody a little bit more money, but UK's already investing in offensive coordinators. It just sucks this one seems to want to go to a new city every single year. 5.5 isn't very many regarding the spread for UK and Mississippi State. I totally agree. And it worries me a little bit. It's a little bit of a stinky line. But I, I think if this team is the team we think they are, they should take care of business at home tonight and maybe do it relatively easy. Aren't we due for just a UK, like, pound town game? I think we are. The opposing team just goes to getting, the bone zone? Getting, getting fired up about just thinking about it. I, I think tonight should be it. Like, is it from start to finish? No. But at some point, UK should have a burst where Mississippi State just has has the Macaulay Culkin home alone face. Well, like, what the hell just happened? Like, when Reeves got hot, it was to kind of calm Kentucky back into the game. Same thing with Dillingham. When, when's it going to be a tight game, and then they just pull the doors off of it? Um, and and, and Tulu Smith probably should have a big game. If they give player props on him, I'd probably take the overs I'm, on it. I'm pulling up player. Oh, here we go. Here's some, some props we right now. We have some? We have some. Tolu Smith's is at 15 and a half. Points? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Over. Reeves is 16 and a half. Reeves always scares me. I, I stay away from almost the UK player props more than I do the opponents just because this UK team is so deep. DJ's and up to 14 and a half. He had some low ones there for a while. Um, it's also hilarious that people have DJ dropping in draft boards as he's like playing his best basketball right now. Yeah, do people, are, are we the only people watch. that watch this sport? Yeah, I, I don't understand sometimes. Tolu Smith total rebounds over seven and a half. Oh, my heavens. Minus 132 on FanDuel. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I would go in on the – I think he'll have a big game, but I think Kentucky should do a pretty darn good job, you would hope, maybe being able to – You can to, get plus money for DJ Wagner making two plus threes. I wouldn't touch that one. Huh? Plus, plus 220 for old Justin Edwards, too. Do you think Trey gets his touch back from three-point lane, or is he going to be cold again? I think they're going to – I think they're going to try to give Trey a break today as much as they can. And maybe the game, and by the way, it's up to six and a half. It, maybe the game, it, it's just like it's a little closer than they care for it to be, and UK just has nobody to even contend with with Smith. But I, I think this is a game they're going to try to give him some rest if they can. Oh, you can get some DJ Jeffries action. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, we've got the whole thing on, on DraftKings here. I'll read them off real quick. 
DJ Wagner, 13.5 points on DraftKings. Rob Dillingham, 12.5 points on DraftKings. Trey Mitchell, 11.5, but plus 100. Those are some of the UK ones. Threes, Antonio Reeves, over 2.5. Trey Mitchell, over 1.5 are the only UK options they give you there. You get a couple more on uh, FanDuel. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't Money to be made. Well, I don't have the, the greatest feel for the props right now because I, I like to do the um, guy kind of played bad last game. Surely he's going to bounce back. It worked great for Dillingham not too long ago. Worked for Shepard on Saturday. So who who would be the candidate for that? I, I would think Trey Mitchell, but I just worry about fatigue and also Tolu Smith. Yeah. Right? Like that. that's the obvious kind of bounce back, but I, I just worry about um, – Fatigue and also just how good they are on the interior. And then if they're if you're like, well, there's always a guard that goes off against Kentucky, and I'm mocking myself. That's me. I'm doing an impersonation of my own voice. That's a pretty good job. Josh Hubbard would be that guy for Mississippi State tonight. You he's can get the him one, at over 14 and a half points. He's the one that will probably shoot silly threes that'll go in and do all sorts of, of silliness. It'd be Josh Hubbard. So if you want to take some overs in there, uh, not the worst strategy in the world. Uh, from a rebounding standpoint, you get DJ Jeffries over five and a half. That's a lock. He'll, DJ Jeffries isn't a great basketball player, but he'll rebound the ball tonight for for Mississippi State. Uh, he's averaging six rebounds per game. So does he get over his average? I think he probably does against a UK team that's not a great rebounding team. And then Jimmy Bell is you can't get props on him from a rebounding standpoint. Can you get? No, they don't have any props on him on DraftKings. Jimmy Bell's kind of their bruiser, Roush. Mm. When UK is going and double-teaming Tulu Smith and going for shot blocks, and you know how they'll not get the shot blocked, and then mm-hmm. Tulu will miss, and there'll be nobody there, Jimmy Bell will be the guy cleaning it up and mm. putting in like the Getting easy two. Garbage points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't see any props on him. But Kentucky should win. This is a team that can't keep up offensively with UK. Just if, if No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So they're going to try to be physical. And I think that they'll try to implement their style and try to keep this a more defensive-oriented game, try to keep it in the 70s, low 80s if possible. It's on UK and Calipari to speed them the hell up because they're not going to be able to run. They ain't going to be able to run. Mississippi State ranks 263rd in average possession length. So they're going to they're gonna take their time. Ninth-ranked defense in the country, according to Ken Palm. So... This is another offense versus defense offense game. Offense versus defense, yep. Offense shined when this was the case down at A&M. Like the offenses, A&M did not get to implement their style. Which, by the way, if you're Buzz Williams, play fast. Look at your guards. Like, play faster. <laughs> what are you doing? You're doing a disservice to your entire team. Yeah. Let your guards just ball out. Let let Rat, or let or Taylor shoot 32 shots. Just play quicker. You're better that way. You should have won at Arkansas for what it was worth. Mississippi State also has a top 10 three-point defense. Maybe they shouldn't have won, but you had every chance in the world. By the way, Buzz Williams with hair and a goatee? Strange. Did you see? Not my Buzz Williams. Didn't he change? Did did I notice that? He changed at halftime? Or am I dreaming? I don't know. A texter says Arkansas is plus three at home versus AM tonight. I bet they win by double digits. You seem to be right for most of that game, but they end up not even covering. Well, if it was plus three, they did. Oh, yeah, plus three. My bad. Yeah. Well, they did cover, but not a, not a blowout. But it did look like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Keith texts in, and somehow on the Thornton's text line, he's the only person that has his picture in the text line. Like, how the hell does that happen? <laughs> I 
Where is smoking permitted in Indiana, he asked. Well, smoking's permitted at the following establishments. A horse racing facility, a river boat, a facility with a gambling game license, a satellite gaming facility, cigar bars, hookah bars, certain fraternal clubs, a retail tobacco store, a bar or tavern meeting specific requirements, a cigar manufacturing facility, a cigar specialty store, a business in a private residence. There you go, Scoots. There you have it. That's where you can light up in Indiana. Good thing I'm not a smoker. Roush saying Trinity gets all the calls when they're the very next day he's complaining about how Louisville schools never get the calls. You can't have it both ways, Roush. No, yeah, I can. Trinity gets all the calls in Louisville. I knew he was going to say that. Louisville <laughs> schools get none of the calls outside of the city of Louisville. I almost texted that person back and just like, I guarantee uh, yeah, you, you know, he's going to say Yeah, exactly. That that, you, that's, and what I'll say about this is... is like I'm always saying this because I love to... Neg Trinity. Private schools fun. in Louisville or Lexington or Northern Kentucky. Yeah, they get a, they, they they don't get a good call in rural areas. That's just a fact. They probably don't get a good call, and sometimes in their metros. Yeah, yeah. That, they those coaches can tell you some stories. I promise, because I've heard some of them. A texter says, "Roush, can you talk in specifics about Cohen and Stoops not seeing eye to eye? Does Cohen want to play faster or throw it a bit more? We keep hearing they're not on the same page, but what does that mean exactly? Yeah, exactly. I don't know." That that's that's the like, genesis of all like of this. Do they like each other? Do you no, think? I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I don't. That that's the root of this issue that I don't. I can't really understand because you know, I, and that and that's what this whole like vague like total control of the offense. It's 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 it feels purposefully vague because at the end of the day, Cohen does work for Mark Stoops at, at some point. Um, the head coach gets final say. So I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't really know what the specifics are of it. And that's what's uh, made this thing kind of frustrating. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Kansas and Purdue losses were both worse than Kentucky's. Kansas's win was only marginally better than ours. Purdue's was not better. Yeah, it's fun with the polls. Just keep winning Kentucky and the polls will take care of themselves. Morning, fellas. Sorry for the long text. I believe goaltending rule changed a few years after we got screwed on that last tip-in and the loss to home to LSU. I was at that game. Also, has TJ weighed in on Roush's tweet the other night about big-time college coaches watching him play basketball? LOL. Lastly, I don't think Stoops flirting with A&M gives Cohen an out. Stoops is still here, so I think Cohen needs to keep his commitment to being here at least two years. Yeah, I, on the last part, I think we've talked that to death, and I don't disagree with you. On the Roush's tweet part, we definitely haven't talked that to death. I think we need more time. <laughs> on that. I think Roush, sometimes it's a, social media can be a little unfair to Roush because he is the football writer and because he's been critical of the basketball program, in some degree, understandably so. Uh, he he gets a bad rap. But Roush, nobody cares if you played in front of coaches. You know that. We know that. Oh, everybody yeah. Knows yeah. It. yeah. That being said, but it's also like Roush a, can have basketball opinions just like anybody else, right? Like, what makes you, random person, more qualified to know ball? Who gives you the right? Exactly. Um, one texter says, "If I ever get my hands on General Soreness, it's over for him." General Soreness creeped into the studio today. He's I mean, he's here. Do you have anything you want us to tell him? Oh. <laughs> Indiana Tim here, of course. Roush not completely correct on ice plunges. There's a major dopamine release from the cold plunges. That's part of the benefit. Well, some people also get major dopamine releases from stretching, doing yoga, meditating. Like I took a cold, like a really cold shower yesterday, just after all the talk. You all, it like, and I've not. 
It's real. Like, the impacts of it are real. It will make your day better if you take a really cold shower. Like, a really cold one. Uh, you should have seen my shower last night with the house at 50, 55 degrees I, or whatever. I need an update there. I, I turned the hot shower on. I could bear The visibility in the shower was less than a quarter of a mile. It sounds, I mean, awesome. It, sounds awesome. It was crazy. I've never seen so much steam It was in your old man spa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was great. So, are you getting that fixed? Yeah, it's supposed to be fixed today. So, so you, you just slept in fifty to like a forty degree house. It last was night? so when I got home yesterday, it was forty eight in the house, and we turned all the lights on, cranked on the fireplace, had a fan turned blowing out. Uh, we lit some candles, and before I went to bed, it was before I went to bed, it was fifty seven degrees. So we went up nine degrees just from taking those actions. Maybe with a few more candles, you can get that bad boy to sixty. I don't have a few more Scoots candles. Scoots was just doing a little indoor camping out. Uh, that's all he was doing. Do you have a space eater? I see this thing. No. You, you no. Do you want to come stuff. to my house and pick up my space eater? No, I think we're going to be good today. We're going to be good Worst today. case scenario, you buy the space eater and then you just take it back like yeah. three days later. What that's did you true. sleep in? Uh, sweatpants, a sweatshirt, uh, four blankets on top of me. I, I normally yeah, am. I'm only a, I'm you, only a one blanket guy. Did you check on Gil this morning? It's gonna be like The Shining. You're gonna go in his so, room. And he's gonna be like Jack Nicholas. It was funny. I woke up last night about two in the morning. I was just dying of thirst. Walk out in the living room. He's just passed out on the couch, sawing logs. Thought about waking him up, tell him to go to bed, but I just let him sleep. What if you rewatched? You, you, a lot of people think that the uh, what's that called? Like the Bernstein Bears. Where they change it on you, the Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if you did go back and watch The Shining, and it was Jack Nicholas there at the end, who's frozen, and not Jack Nicholson? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one if that were to that. That would be a Mandela effect I could get behind. No, it was actually just Jack Nicholas who was the star of that movie the entire time. People have always just gotten that part wrong. A texter on the Thornton's text line says. Cohen clearly wants to work in the NFL, been there before, got a taste of the money, and there's no recruiting. Just adults. I get it. It's just a horrible it's just horrible timing. Well, there there is one part too that I not haven't mentioned more, on here. Not necessarily more money. The there might be something to like remember Eric Bieniemy? He was Chiefs offensive coordinator. He didn't call plays. And people just kept wondering when he was going to leave. And he'd interview for these jobs and he'd never get them. And people were like, is the NFL racist because Eric Bieniemy, he isn't getting a job. And Eric Bieniemy was actively choosing to stay in Kansas City, but he was interviewing for jobs because he wanted to get one eventually. So maybe this is a uh, Liam Cohen wants to make sure his name is still in NFL circle. So he's doing an interview or two every year. Yeah, like that, that, no, that, I that, think that, we mentioned that's that a very yesterday, real... It doesn't hurt to keep your name yeah. in connections. We need Roush as our survivor Nick correspondent to explain what the cousin bleeping hell is that bill he filed. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't read into it. Um, I do know that... It's a bill... I don't know what... Bills are very complicated and confusing. Right. But in this one, they did strike out the cousin aspect of incest. So maybe... Uh, maybe he's just super progressive and like you love who you love. And if it happens to be a cousin... Maybe so. That's weird. It, it is, happens to be a cousin. It is funny, though, talking... I thought we were a progressive society. Like his thing he was most excited for, the bill he got sponsored, it was the most like technical thing that I couldn't care. Like it's just like, oh, like you got some little semantic thing, but then if it's any if it's any other one that he's just not gonna defy his leadership, then you know. I've got cats eighty eight seventy five. Cats by nine. Uh cats by six. 
Enjoy it. U of L UNC tonight, which normally would be like a big talking point for most college basketball radio shows. UNC is just going to win by a million. Yeah. Everybody have a great Wednesday. Uh, Enjoy the game. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We'll be better tomorrow. We'll have Corey Price trivia as well. This is KRC on the Big X. I'll be doing the post game show on Twitter afterwards, so check us out there.